0: As a teenager, you were controlled and confined by what others demanded and expected of you. In your 20s, you were consumed by what others thought of you. In your 30s, you realized you were still conflicted by what you truly thought of yourself. But now, in your 40s and beyond, it's finally time to live fearlessly, fabulously, and fully you. Let's go. Hey, sis, welcome to In the Middle with Myra, and I'm your host, Myra Rollins. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for coming back to the middle, and um, In the Middle with Myra podcast is a little bit late this week. We typically um, post episodes on Mondays, um, but let me tell you why. I have a good excuse this week. Um, This month is all about dads. I have interviews and episodes talking about death of your father. Um, I'm interviewing one of my friends who has seven, count them, seven children. And um, we are talking about being a girl dad with him. He has four girls out of those seven. Then there's going to be a few solo episodes with me where we're talking about when do you know as a single mom to bring a man around your child? And what if you're thinking about leveling up and um, making this man a stepdad, what are some things that you need to be on the watch out for and what are some criteria you should be um, digging into. And then the last episode is just how God is our father. So I'm so excited about June, but um, I pushed it back because this week, this month has just been a lot. Um, right now we are in the throes of dealing with the, um, with the death of another black man by the hands of... Um, we're going to go ahead and call it what it is, a racist cop and and it's been a lot. And so I just felt that it would be um, it would be remiss of me not to take a moment and to commit an episode just to that. But here's the thing. This episode is going to be probably five or six minutes because there is so much information that has been flooding the internet, flooding the news, flooding our Facebook feeds, our Twitter feeds that we can go in and dig into. There have been so many voices that are already sounding off that I just want to point you in the direction of those. And so I just want to do a few little tidbits, my own thoughts. So there is a reaction, a physical reaction when you watch that video. I can tell you that when I watched, and I can only watch a portion of it with a cop's knee on the neck of a human being. And every time that cop looked up, I felt that he was looking at me and daring me to challenge him. It was almost as if every time he peered up, I felt that he was looking at me in the face of any other African-American person and saying, I dare you challenge me. And so that might not have been your reaction, but every single person who watches that video has a reaction. And the truth is, every time we see any incident like that, or read a statistic that's about racial injustice, or hear another story about someone who was treated unfairly, you have a reaction. Some of you, the reaction is indifference. Others is insensitivity. Others choose to ignore it. And other people on the opposite end of the spectrum maybe go to in extreme measures and go radical. And I think that things such as Looting and violence is maybe the extreme side of that, but whatever it is, those are the two extremes An extreme on one end is that you're indifferent, insensitive and ignore or on the opposite. You get extreme and you act out in a way that may not be productive either, but I challenge you to not be indifferent or insensitive or to ignore or extreme, but one get involved. What organization can you be a part of to help the cause of racial reconciliation? How can you be involved in not only voting at the major elections, but what about your um, just school board meetings? Are you attending and voting there? Are you involved in simple things like PTA meetings even? How can you get involved in the political system to help advance the cause of racial reconciliation and equality at the local, state, whatever level. So number one, get involved. Number two, stay informed. What books do you need to read? What movies do you need to watch with your children? What documentaries do you need to dig into? Where do you need to revisit the history of America to truly learn what happened? Where and how can you stay informed? And the last one is to be intentional. How many black friends do you have? How many times have you invited someone to your house that's of a different race than you? Um, My son is Hispanic. I intentionally, I'm intentional about um, where I take him to just get his haircut. He doesn't have a black barber. We drive a little bit further and take him to a barbershop that's run by Hispanics and Dominicans so he can be a part of that culture. He played soccer and he was on a, scene, a team full of little black boys. I said, you know what? I want him to be on a team where he can have camaraderie with Hispanics. So I took him off of one team and was intentional about putting him on another team where he was around not only the Hispanic boys, but their families. Um, I talked to him about his culture. And I am intentional about that exposure. Where are you intentional about exposing yourself and your children to another culture? Specifically right now, I'm talking about African-Americans. As a, as a white listener, when was the last time that you made an intentional effort to drive a little further, spend a little bit more, or be inconvenienced in order to expose yourself to African-American culture? So again, I'm not going to talk long because the resources are abundant. And so what I'm going to do is just reference a few in the... um. In the notes for this podcast, I'm going to flood you with links and all you have to do is just click those links. If you want to know some movies, if you want to know some documentaries and some books and organizations and how to vote, they will be in the show notes. So again, be committed and not just for a week and not just for the month when everyone's talking about it, but for as a lifestyle, be intentional involved and informed. And it's not just white people that need to be intentional, involved and informed, but blacks and everyone must be a part of racial reconciliation. So again, there are so many voices out there and so many resources that I don't need to necessarily give you more information, but I just wanted to inspire and encourage you to take the resources that are out there and actually do something with them. It's not enough to post on social media. It's not enough to call a friend and just say, "Oh, I'm sorry and I'm sure this is hard for you." No, but how will you be a part of the process of racial equality and um reconciliation? So, thank you for stopping by in the middle and um I pray that we as women um of a certain age, of a certain maturity, will be part of this just necessary and just so long overdue process of healing and racial reconciliation. Have a great day, y'all. And as always, um, growing older with style. And when I say grace today, I mean a different kind of grace. I mean grace that we extend to other people. Growing older with style and grace isn't easy. But someone has to do it, y'all. And we can be a part of that process. So why not us? And why not you, sister? And as always, even in these trying times, choose to make it a great day.